All righty, we are back, everybody. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. I hope everyone had a beautiful spring break. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Today, I'm going to be answering the question, is Cub Cooker actually an alien spiritual leader? We're going to talk about that today, uh, as well as answer a ton of different questions I've gotten, uh, specifically over spring break. I got a lot of questions, a lot of comments on videos that I posted recently, as well as really old videos that I had posted. And uh, apologize, I had to jump off. Now I'm back on. Hopefully the stream picks back up here. Um, I guess the shirt I was wearing had too much green in it, and it was making the green screen freak out. So uh, my apologies about that. You know, great way to come back after spring break to have to uh, start the stream for a whole 30 seconds and then stop. But, you know, that's what we do, right? Like, uh, got to get this message out there and ultimately... Um, if we got to restart a stream, we will. So, uh, we had 200 people on the last one. We have 14 on now. You guys tell me there's not spiritual energy going around right now. That's always trying to, uh, you know, limit these positive messages. I'm just saying guys, come on. So with that said, uh, I am going to get into it today. I'd love to take your questions, comments, prayer concerns, I want to remind everyone this is not a religious channel. Um, I'm not here to tell anyone how to do life, how to do anything. Um, Even when I loosely teach, like within my course, um, ultimately I'm leading you to your own understanding. I'm not here to tell anybody um, how to do their life or do spirituality or anything like that. There's plenty of people online that do that already, guys, and ultimately... I've watched all of them. I've tried all the different systems and theories and everything. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it literally is absolutely up to you how you experience reality. Um, And that's one of the things I believe and, again, loosely teach. I don't consider myself a teacher. I'm an entertainer and an enlightener. Um, Enlightenment is something that happens within you. It's not something I do to you. So think about that. Enlightening happens within you. Um, someone who's a guru or a teacher is, you know, teaching you, this is the way, um, and guys, I don't have it figured out. First off, I don't know. And the reason I'm doing this video today is honestly, literally I had somebody make like dozens of videos about me saying that I'm an alien overlord and that I'm part of the negative alien agenda to confuse people and take them away from the Christian church or whatever. And that's, that's not my motivation guys. Uh, honestly, I'm here because I'm personally am deconstructed from the whole church construct. Um, I love and respect anyone that's that's a part of it. I have no issue with that. It doesn't threaten me in any way. I'm not against it in any way. I've just personally deconstructed out of it, and that's kind of where I'm at. What's up, Missy? How are you doing? I hope you had a beautiful spring break. Thank you. Um, ha, ha, ha. That's awesome. Um, so what is up chill vibes? Uh, what's your favorite paranormal experience that you've had, if any? So that's another, I think, common misconception about me. I just wanted to share a lot of this today. I have not really had any paranormal experiences to speak of outside of what I would consider to be like dreams. Um, and so, you know, when I was a kid, like I saw some things that you could consider to be like cryptids, um, maybe saw some paranormal activity or felt presences in certain places, Um, and ultimately I do want to talk about that today. What I believe that is what I understand it to be. Um, now that doesn't mean it'll be your experience with it, but it's just what my experience is and where I think that those experiences actually come from. Now, with that said, I literally have an entire podcast dedicated to exploring 
the faith, spirituality, and the realm of the paranormal. How does it all fit together? What does it all mean? Um, ultimately, I'm getting into some deeper metaphysical, higher consciousness understandings. That doesn't mean that I'm better than anyone or more enlightened than anyone. It just means that as I have deconstructed from the dogmatic systems of religiosity and churchianity, that I am kind of looking at all of the what ifs. And the more the what ifs I look at, the more I understand that reality is this fluid kind of substratum that we get to play within. Uh, the Hindus call it uh, the Maya that that comes down into the lower realms of vibrations and essentially is the illusion that we play within. And it is our duty, responsibility, our soul's journey over however long we're here to ascend back to God consciousness, back to the one uh, unified energetic source of all creation. Uh, whether you call that God or um, you call it source or universe or the supreme being. I like the term the supreme being because uh, for me, it, it kind of puts an identifier on it. And, it. and that's also out of like an ego based understanding. Everything that we project as God is ultimately filtering through our own consciousness, our own experience of reality. And so we may project that it's like a grandfather or a grandmother or uh, even the plants and the animals or like if you've uh, gone on a medicine journey, then you probably see everything connected through energetic, you know, pulses through plants and animals and yourself. And like we're all one. And so ultimately um, that's all still a projection of our three dimensional experience, even if we're outside of our body while we're here through whether it's a medicine journey, whether it is a religious experience, a spiritual experience, whatever it is. A paranormal experience even with extraterrestrial intelligence um, ultimately that is still our reality reality being projected against our ego which the ego is the thing that keeps us here in the body right your ego melts away and what is it like the Tibetan yogis do they do the rainbow light body trance where they're able to literally wither away out of their body and they they transmute and they go on into the great light into the the one source um, whatever that is. So, uh, yes, absolutely. D Fox. I talk a lot about aliens and Anunnaki. One of the things that was pretty shocking for me with this whole experience was I've been a Bible believer my whole life. Um, it is the written word of God. That is the only thing that I should look at. Like that's where I came from. And I don't judge anyone that feels that way. If that's, if that's what you feel and that's where you're at on your journey or your soul's journey or this particular incarnation, then absolutely go for it. But for me, I literally like discovered this thing called the Enuma Elish, uh, which is written, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years before the Old Testament, uh, specifically the book of Genesis. And it's too eerily the same, yet it actually expounds upon the mythology and understanding that our biological form was essentially um, seeded on this planet by extraterrestrial beings or higher uh, density beings, whatever that, you know, whatever you want to define it as. Um, and so for me, it really made me think about like, what is this whole thing in the Old Testament and the, this God that I'm supposed to be serving? And then I look at all the qualities of that God and I go, boy, that just feels a whole lot more like a, like a, an alcoholic uncle or something rather than, you know, something I'm supposed to like love and revere and that, that really wants me ultimately that wants me like we all want to be loved and accepted and, and ultimately 
Um, I think our gods are only as good as they can love and accept us. And so I think that's why the story of like Jesus is so powerful. But if you really read into that, one of the things that I am, and, and that's kind of what today is about, just I want to redefine um, what I'm about for everybody because my message is not comfortable. Like if you're looking for comfort, the church is a great place for it. This is not a comfortable channel. Um, however, this is not a conspiracy theory channel either. This is very much like, let's look at source text. The Enuma Elish is a source text from the Babylonian creation myth. It was found in Nineveh, um, around, let's see. Um, yeah. So, uh, Babylonian and Sumerian work. Um, it talks about the God Marduk, um, as kind of the champion of this reality, how he's like overcoming chaos, not necessarily with good, but he is overcoming chaos with um, his ability to make out of what was created. And this is not by any uh, means what I understand to be an energetic creation or a perfect, pure spiritual being. Um, and ultimately, this text leads me to understand that there was what we would call pre-Diluvian or pre-flood civilizations um, or even pre-Edemic civilizations, which would be pre-Adam in Genesis. So, like, that's the whole, you know, thing uh, that I get into. So, yeah, the deception began from Adam 6,000 years ago. So, again, I don't believe that Adam was actually the first man. I believe he was the first of us, of this entity that cannot see fluently and easily with their third eye, does not remember that they are one with God or one with the supreme being or the divine energy or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so ultimately that's, that's kind of how I approach it. And there are a few other things that, that you might use to describe me. Um, and this is just where I'm at now. That's why I'm kind of updating because flashback six months ago, I was at a whole different place with my understanding, with my belief systems, uh, and you guys know that I always call belief systems the BS because that's ultimately, for me, what it is. I'll have a belief system, and then you continue to burn through that, burn through the karma in your life, burn through uh, your own emotional trauma, your own situations, like whatever that is, and you come to a place where you're like, yeah, that really was a BS belief system. It was a belief system, um, and I've got a, a different belief system now or an updated one or a 2.0 or whatever that is. And I think we should all be doing that. That's that's kind of how I approach it is like we should all be updating our belief systems rather than like we're all looking for something outside of ourselves. We all want to hold someone else accountable for our own salvation, our own ascension. We want to hold a pastor accountable, a minister, a church, a book, a whatever, even a God. Um, and so we kind of project these understandings that we want that are comforting to us. And ultimately, I've come to a place where I feel like I am kind of hanging out here on the ledge, uh, you know, seemingly alone. I know there's a lot of you guys that definitely align with what I'm talking about. But I also think that there is common misconception and ultimately people project what they need me to say on what I'm saying. Um, a lot of people are looking for me to give them an answer to what they're looking for. And ultimately, I don't have that answer, guys. I literally do this... Um, because I'm seeking myself. Um, Jassy says, yes, accountability is key. And, and accountability to yourself, ultimately. Um, and that's what I teach, guys, is you're accountable to you. I'm not accountable 
uh, to anyone except for me. And that that's what I believe here, and that's what I teach. So as I talk about the Enuma Elish, I have people tell me all the time, you're leading people to hell. That's not me. If they... If that's their belief system, I believe that will be their reality. For me, my reality is I am freely with an open heart and an open mind exploring within the vibration of love. Um, and ultimately, that's where I want to lead you is into a vibration of love, openness, oneness with all. And I do not think that anybody can go wrong if they're actually seeking that. Now, if you project something else on what I'm saying, that's up to you. And that's why a lot of people like I'll get DMs all the time of like, Cub, answer this question. I need to know the truth about it. Guys, I don't know the truth. You know the truth. The truth is within you. By the way, I might not even exist. You may be the only thing that exists. You may literally have created every person, every relationship, every influencer, every actor, every whatever, every construct because you've agreed to it within your consciousness and you're in a process of remembering Therefore, I'm not even real. And anything I'm saying to you, you're only saying to yourself either as a challenge to grow or as a way to prevent yourself from growing. Um, and so, yes, absolutely, Sue Ellen. All our answers are within. And I want you guys to remember that really, 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 you are accountable for your spiritual enlightenment. And I've had a lot of people try to call me a spiritual leader or a guru. Guys, I've never said that. I, that's not what I want. Um, I'm an entertainer and an enlightener. Enlightenment comes from you. Entertainment comes from me. I'm here to entertain you, talk about these weird concepts, have fun as a community, and ultimately quit taking everything so seriously. Yoga of the one mind. Yes, sir, my brother. Work out your own salvation. Absolutely. It actually literally says that in the Bible. So um, ultimately, I'm not here to be Jesus. I'm not here to be Krishna or Buddha. And ultimately, I don't even think that they were trying to teach um, something outside of anyone else. I think that they were literally trying to teach people, how do you find answers on your own? How do you connect with source within you? And so really, um, I think that that is the ultimate like level of spiritual understanding, enlightenment, is when you realize that it's not your pastor, it's not your minister, it's not the guy on TV, it's not the influencer online guys, it's you. Like if you get confused or you get scared because you go, well, I don't know about this. I don't know about God in the Old Testament. I don't know about this Marduk thing in uh, the Enuma Elish or the Anunnaki. I don't know about ghosts and spirits. I don't know about yoga. Yoga is dangerous. Yoga is scary. You can invite demons in. I hear that all the time, guys. By the way, I don't believe that whatsoever. Um, so I'm more about the what if. I practice things. I try things. Um, I said early on when I started this that I was going to be like a spiritual lightning rod to just test things and like move through it and try to bring that data back to people. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So ultimately, like I'm here to, you know, here's what I've read. Here's what I've experienced. Here's what I believe now. And that belief is not concrete, nor do I think it needs to be. I do not believe that there's a perfect doctrine that leads people to the perfect enlightenment. I believe that that perfect doctrine is your soul's journey. And when you take that serious as that's the most important thing in your life over anything and that you're willing to give anything, what did Jesus say? Go home, sell everything, pick up your cross and follow me, right? Like only when you're ready to like, hey, I don't, 
it, the comfort I don't care about, the doctrine I don't care about, the how I was raised I don't care about, um, all of that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is that my soul's on a journey, and I'm gonna be here now for it, because ultimately I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the father or mother except through themselves. And that's, that's what I believe guys. And so again, I've literally had people in my own family, my own friend groups, you know, say that I'm leading people to hell, that I'm whatever. And guys, it, it's hard to lead someone to a place that you don't believe in. Cause by all intents and purposes, I believe we're here. Now the soul is trapped in the physical realm. Um, is there a lower vibration realm? Sure. Sure. There is. Um, but ultimately, ultimately I believe that we um, we're on an ascension journey and all of the ascended masters from Jesus to Buddha to Krishna, we're all speaking uh, the same thing. Absolutely. Yoga, the one mind says, yes, sir, this is H E double toothpick. Um, and so that, that's kind of how I think it is guys. Um, and I think that uh, especially like you look at the teachings of Jesus, I don't believe he was speaking of a place to come. He literally was talking about a kingdom that is here now in the infinite moment within you. Um, and f that's the only way to find it in my experience, by the way. And I, I believe I'll continue to experience that. And that's what I'm going to continue to, uh, you know, to teach, uh, whatever. Yeah. Somebody says, wow, stop lying. So, um, do not do that, which is against your love. Stop lying. The disciples asked, uh, what should we eat? What dietary law should we follow? How should we pray? When should we fast? Jesus says, stop lying. Do not do that which is against your love. And guys, that's like the ultimate philosophy that I follow. If it is within my love, within that truth within me, within that love, that burning desire to love God, to love all. Now my ego gets in the way all the time, all the time. But if it's within that frequency of love within my core, that ascension protocol that is within me, the Christ within me. Yes, Cub said it. The Christ is within me. The Christ is within you, by the way. You are the word of God. That's what I believe, guys. Do I believe in aliens? You bet you I believe in aliens. Do I believe that they're us? Yeah, I believe they're us. I believe that they are uh, highly evolved versions of us. I believe we were hybrided from them within the 3D realm. I also believe that they don't exist and we don't exist. They're real here, but they're not reality. They exist, the cup exists, but it's not reality. Thank God that coffee exists, by the way. Um, we should all believe in Adonai, uh, Morbid says. Um, you know, and these are all different names, by the way. There's so many different names for God. And what here, here's how I look at it. I look at it as we project the God that we want and need. And there was a time in my life when I wanted and needed a judgmental God. And therefore, I was manifest and yoked with the God uh, that you would consider to be Yaldabaoth, the Demiurge, Yahweh. Um, and then there's a time in my life when I wanted to be yoked with, like, the Father. And then I wanted to be yoked with Jesus. Like, all of these things. And so, ultimately, I believe that we literally construct our own gods. And so, that's why people that are atheistic... Uh, means what is atheist? What does asymmetry mean? It means it's, it's off symmetry. It's not aligned uh, perfectly. And so that's what atheistic means. Like think about that word. And so am I atheistic? 
uh, I'm probably more like full spectrum theistic. Um, I believe in many, 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 many different gods, but I believe in one true source, one true entity, one true supreme being. <clears throat> Excuse me, as I my throat shocker tries to go out on me here. Um, so ultimately, that's um, yes, absolutely, very good. I am Ray uh, says this is one of the realms of Dante's Inferno. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so um, again, like it's all. A virtual reality because the truth about us I believe is that we are the child of God the divine feminine the divine masculine came together made the created we are the created coming from the uncreated and anything else created has the ability to make within that substratum or substrate which is this 3d realm it is all the atoms all of the different uh, chains of amino acids and everything within your body like all of the biological computing mechanisms that we have here are merely translating spiritual energy uh, that's why all of the ancient mythologies and zodiacs and stuff talk about like the bodies in the heavens and that they're stations of the gods and things like that because they're energetic they are shadows and types of a spiritual energy just like we are all one organism all experiencing itself and that's how that's what i believe so with that said um you guys ultimately have to find your own path here and so um even as i teach um i want to lead you to your own understanding i don't want your understanding to be my understanding because you're in a different season of your life and if you try to hit the understanding i'm at you may sh you might possibly should be way past where I'm at in, in your understanding. There's people on here that are. Um, and then you might shouldn't even approach where I'm at right now because it'll be like, you know, a shock to your system. Like there's there's real things called ascension symptoms. There's real things called like uh, existential crisis. Like you try to deconstruct too fast. I deconstructed over two years um and and it had been coming for a lot longer and there's people that they love what i'm saying but they haven't even attempted to deconstruct they're still trying to justify what i say with their current dogmatic belief systems i like this and this makes me comfortable and then what cub said made me really really uncomfortable and now i feel like i don't know what to do with this what's up bradley how are you doing brother uh barefoot iguana says uh what are your feelings on boneless chicken wings Honestly, I can't eat them. Um, I'm a big fan of bone-in chicken wings because they are not fried and I'm gluten-free. So I've got to eat the non-fried stuff. So random question, but hey, I'm here to answer all the questions today. So um, somebody said misleading. So again, I can't mislead anyone, okay? Like you and your soul, your heart, your mind, your truth within knows where to go. You know where the water well is. Um, and I'm just a messenger here. So if you, you know, how you take my message, I can literally sit here and say the sky is blue and someone would tell me I'm misleading people. No, 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 no. It's all different colors. No, 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 no. It only depends on what type of day, what time of day it is. Think about that, guys. I'm not here to tell you what your experience of reality is because ultimately that's your truth. And then people argue, no, 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 no. Truth is not subjective. Truth is, truth is truth. Like, guys, I'm telling you, Go out into the world and tell me that truth is not an experiential thing. Go out and tell me that. They're literally, yes, exactly, uh, when they choose to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely, with uh, Kelly says, with thumbs up and a warning sign. 
the warning sign guys is just that you know buckle up this is your ride um so ultimately i can't lead you anywhere you didn't want to go if you found me and you're into what i'm teaching and what i'm challenging you with know that this is a challenge uh, no matter what part of my community you're a part of whether you're here on the live stream or you're in our um our patron community or you're in my course um, whatever you decide to do to support what we're doing it's going to be a challenge for you and if it's not a challenge for you then you need to think deeper about what I'm talking about because ultimately the whole point of everything I do is to open the mind open the heart and get you to think outside the box I want to open Pandora's box for you and if I can be a catalyst for that where the rest of your life is a soul journey of seeking the authentic reality and remembering who you actually are Tyler says turn it up thank you for the stars Tyler God bless you guys. You guys drop me stars, comments, hearts, the gifts, all the stuff. I got super chat on now if you're watching on YouTube. And then if you're listening on the podcast, you can literally go into the podcast app and do a one-time donation. Just say thanks for this episode. That lets me know like what episodes are fire or which ones I need to work on, that kind of thing. So thank you guys for that. That helps support what I'm doing. I do this full-time, by the way. Um, I'm back to two a day. There's like nobody in this space exploring openly, authentically with an I don't know mindset, looking at all these angles that is showing up twice a day on a live podcast and distributing that. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor FM, we're on uh, the new YouTube podcast platform, like we're everywhere. Um, so ultimately thank you for the fire truth that travels. Y'all go check out truth that travels. Thank you for being here, my friend. Um, it is, um, it is my pleasure, my honor, my duty, my responsibility to be here with you guys every day. And I want to do it twice a day. I kind of got off track with that cause I was working on a lot of the businessy stuff of this. And ultimately I have to do that sometimes. And ultimately it doesn't translate well because I'm not showing up here like I should, but I am a one-man band, um, and I do everything that I can to show up here. So I'm back to two a day. I'll be back this afternoon, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you guys. I want to answer a few more questions here before I jump off. I've got a couple more points to hit up. Uh, but real quick, this episode is brought to you by our Charisma Light Warrior Academy. So if you love what I'm talking about and you're like, hey, I really want to find my own path, I want to develop my own system. I want to finish deconstructing or continue deconstructing or start deconstructing, whatever that is. Go check out my Charisma Light Warrior Academy. It's literally only 29 bucks a month. It's a fraction of what a lot of people are charging for their own, you know, spiritual whatever. Um, and, and mine is based on a lot of different traditions. It's based on um, everything from things in the Bhagavad Gita to the Holy Bible to the ancient Sumerian belief systems to the mystery schools like literally it's everything that I've picked up in my whole life wadded up in a big old ball and started to deconstruct and figure out what actually works for me and so that that really is what Charisma Light Warrior Academy is all about the word charisma means favor and grace it's an abundance of favor and grace and so ultimately when you join that academy you are exploring your own abundance favor and grace to go out and be a light warrior in the world whether you want to do that personally or professionally is totally up to you 
but everything that I teach in there is not to tell you what to do or how to do it, but ultimately to get you to think. If you disagree with me, great. You are, through the challenges, going to come up with your own way of doing things. If you agree with me, great. You are, through the challenges, going to come up with your own way of doing things. Whether you agree with me or disagree with me, you are going to do your own thing. You do you, and ultimately, this is one of the few academies I've ever seen that empowers you to do that, to come up with your own system, make full contact with your own spiritual giftings, understand that they're tools. You are not the spiritual gift. You are not the psychic or the prophet or the energy worker or the seer or whatever. It is a tool that is given to you because you ultimately are the child of the divine. So go check that out. That's the number one way, guys, that I can show up here every single day and do what I do. So if you love what I'm talking about, you really vibe with it, please go check that out. www.cubcooker.com. So getting back to the questions, thank you guys for the quick ad break there. I try not to put a whole lot of ads on my stuff um, and just do my own. That way we're not giving away time here so you can hear a commercial about laundry detergent or something like that. I just don't think that's relevant to what we're doing here. So thank you guys for giving me the authority uh, to share what I'm doing on a professional level with everyone. A few more things I want to talk about, um, and then I'm going to take some questions here at the end, um, is I want to talk just things that I've come across that have really helped my journey is, is number one, the yoga of Jesus. Understanding that Jesus was um, not a church figure as he's been made into, like Rome basically made the icon of Jesus. The actual person, the actual entity, the Christ is within all of us. The person was what I believe is a, a prophet, a yogi. Um, I believe he, um, sure, I believe he was absolutely unalive for his message. Um, I believe that he either was an extraterrestrial descent from a higher density, a higher, um, you know, realm, um, and that he was incarnate here and was able to literally survive death and ascend. Um, or he was a very, very highly trained yogi and he literally survived the cross and his, the few followers that were left, we can even see in the text where not a lot of people were at the crucifixion. And I believe he, you know, maybe went on to India and Nepal where he had learned a lot of this stuff from the Hindu and Buddhist uh, teachings because he literally brought that into a system that was building a religious construct of control. And so that is ultimately, um, I think, a great place to to kind of start with our understanding of who Jesus was or Yeshua or whatever you want to call him. I've gotten really, really less hung up on the name and more about the character. And that's why I like the name Yahweh, um, and I'll segue into that. Um, I believe a whole lot of what uh, Marcion of Sinope um, taught. And he, he preached that God that had sent Jesus was an entirely new alien God distinct from the vengeful God of Israel who had created the world. He considered himself a, a follower of Paul the Apostle, whom he believed had been the only true apostle of Jesus Christ, a doctrine called Marcionism, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so yeah, it was it was a thing for a while. Um, it's kind of made a comeback in some ways. Now, I did not come to this belief system because of this. I came to it in the shower one day, and it struck me like a bolt of lightning, and I was like, oh my gosh, I 
really think that the God I've been serving was like uh, an extraterrestrial entity that came and terraformed the world, genetically modified humanity, judged other uh, of his brothers or um, his, his legion of what we would call angels, other extraterrestrials who were helping ascend humanity, teaching them things like plant medicine, magic, stuff like that. Um, you see that in the book of Enoch, that was a big influence in kind of how I view the world and view reality. But I also kind of flipped the book of Enoch. I think that Enoch was taken up by one of the overlords and not the energetic spirit of truth and love and unity that Jesus was speaking about as his father. I also believe he spoke about him as father in order to basically do what I call replacement theology um with the god of the old testament to just remind people that like this your father jesus literally said you serve satan your father is satan because um you do that which is the will of satan and he says no man has stood before the father um and then of course the religious leaders back then knew well of course moses abraham jacob they had all stood before the father jesus is like no no no, no. they have not that was not the father and he's talking about a different father. And I believe an energetic father, uh, the divine masculine, is who he's talking about. And then I believe that the divine feminine was fully present in Mary Magdalene, who was his equal yoke on the earth. And again, this is not a political whatsoever or even gender role basis here. Um, because ultimately, I you do you. I, I don't care what you identify with. We are literally an open community here all races, religions, orientations. I don't care who you're married to, where you do or don't go to church. I love you. You are welcome here as long as you're here in love and light and you're willing to take on the challenge of what we're, what we talk about here, which is not easy. And, and I hope you know that. So, um, but it's fun. Let me remind everyone. It's not easy, but it's fun. That's why my channel is tagged entertainment and enlightenment. Okay. The, the work of enlightenment is not always easy, but the entertainment value in this hopefully is fun for everyone. And I think that that is, that's ultimately like my call on this earth is like I was raised and trained as an actor um, in production and um, I'm an artist and a musician. And so ultimately I am an entertainer. You know, every uh, group hangout I went to as a young man I was always the entertainer. I was always making people laugh. And then I would end up in deep conversations about aliens and God. And so this is nothing different from, you know, what ultimately I knew my truth was growing up. And I always tried to put myself in a box and understand the true doctrine so that I wouldn't go to hell. And then when you realize, hey, I'm already there or I'm already there, like that's a whole different level, guys. And so Marciona Sinope. Um, I'm not a big follower of Paul, by the way, just so you guys know. Again, I know this is not a religious channel, but ultimately, if we talk about spirituality or faith or even paranormal, this all has to go together. It is a, a melting pot, a gumbo, if you will, of all of these different ideas together. And I think we should be able to talk about them freely and openly with an open heart and an open mind and understand you have the authority, the authorship of your own reality okay and I can't lead you anywhere you don't want to go so ultimately if you move into a place where you're like I feel like I want to deconstruct I feel like maybe all of this is like a way to control me and all of this is like a what if and I'm gonna be hanging out on a wire over here ultimately that's your decision and ultimately yes it's uncomfortable um, and so with that 
Um, just know that. But also, it's uncomfortable if you go into the system of doctrine and dogma and then you're not able to ask the questions that you authentically need to. So, you know, you there's a trade-off on either side of it there. So, um, yes, absolutely, Kelly. Uh, and that's another thing I want to talk about. The Gospel of Thomas is a huge, huge influence on me. I personally believe it might be one of the most authentic um, representations of the words of Jesus himself or Yeshua or whatever you want to call him. Um, and for me, it has been a huge, huge catalyst in me understanding the metaphysical message of Jesus. And ultimately, I think that's where all the power lies. It's not in, again, he was speaking against a religious construct. And I'm not speaking against anything. I'm just saying what is for me and what is not for me. I don't personally choose. Sorry about the train, guys. They've got weird train schedule now that spring break is out. So, um, And I have all the, the sound dampening things in my studio that I can. And we're not even that close to a track, but it's like really loud. I don't know why it echoes through the valley where I'm at out here. So um, let's see. Uh, Barefoot Iguana says, um, yeah, identity crises. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of those going on right now. Everyone is going through one. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see. I didn't see what Tajma Williams said here. Um Actually, I can't see what they're saying. I don't know if they have me blocked or what, but um, let's see. Uh, yeah, y'all be nice to each other, and my moderators, you know, keep it real in here. Thank you, guys. Um, so nobody's against anybody here. Again, I don't care what race, religion, belief system you have. That is up to you, okay? That's how you incarnated. That's where you're at. By the way, I don't think your genetics matter either. Like, I don't... I think that we were all genetically modified from different ET races or whatever, and that's fine. But I don't think that any of that limits our ascension protocol, our ability to ascend, like literally at all. Like your soul is the same color, shape, um, you know, identity, whatever, as everyone else's soul, because we are all one super soul. So remember that. That is one thing that I teach and believe. We are all one super soul. So to sit here and argue, well, I'm man, I'm woman, I'm this color, I'm that identity, I'm that race, I'm whatever. I don't care, guys. I literally could not care less, okay? What I care about is how you conduct yourself and how you love others, okay? And ultimately, I think that that's, that's the journey we're all on. And if you're willing to open up, open your heart, open your mind, that is the most important thing. Um, somebody said that is the most white privilege thought I've ever heard. Um, I don't think so, my friend. I don't think so. I think that that's actually just a really universal belief code that will set you free. Okay, that will set you free if if you want to. Now, if you want to keep things within your identity code that give your you uh, identity around your ego, that's fine. Um, we all do it, by the way. I mean, I wear tie dye shirts. That's part of my ego's identity. Uh, ultimately the truth about who I am is I have no clothes on. I have no skin. I have no body. I have no blood. Uh, there is no flesh or bone within me. It is ultimately a light code. It is a remembrance of who I am as the Supreme being, um, as a part of the Supreme reality. And that's the truth about you too. So with that said, I mean that in all love and that's not, that's not coming from a place like I literally don't talk about that on here. When I make my AI artwork, I don't tell it what color 
to make things like I literally don't. It has nothing to do with what I teach or believe. So um, if that's your um, if that's your belief code, that's fine. And I and I understand that. And I know that people go through things that I will never go through because of their orientation, because of their identity, because of their race and their religion. And I understand that. So now I am sensitive to that. I hope you, you guys know that uh, because like I love you. I respect you. But ultimately, that's not where my message is about. And so if you're looking for empowerment on that level, there's other people with those messages for you. So mine is more about your light body, okay? Um, and I'm a yogi. I'm a yogi. Um, I do yoga. I do meditation. I don't believe that it uh, calls forth any demonic entities or anything like that. A lot of people have, you know, kind of mentioned that. So um, with that, and yeah, a lot of people have, have uh, tried to tell me that I am, you know, a reptilian or an Arturian or a Palladian or whatever. Um, and I don't know and I don't really care because I don't even think that that's real. Um, I think what is real is the fact that I am, I am the one true son of God. You are the one true son of God. You are the one true daughter of God. We are the child of God of the divine. That I think is, is a message uh, worth sharing because if I can remember, then you can remember. And that's all I want for all of us here is to wake up and remember who we really are and that none of this is real. None of it's real. Like go study all of the, the Tibetan yogis and monks and go study all the metaphysics of India. Uh, you understand where Jesus got his message from. Um, did he get it from there physically or was it downloaded through his consciousness from the Supreme Being? Possibly. I don't know. Uh, I definitely think people can come to these understandings just experientially. And I don't believe there's any doctrine outside of experiential doctrine. And now I believe people can write it down. They can share their testimony. They can help other people with their experience. Mystic uh, Spirit Journey says, bingo. Yes, absolutely. Um, ultimately, um, experiential doctrine is all I believe in. Because if I can't experience it, then what value does it even have? I can believe or have faith in something outside of myself that I've never experienced Um Maybe I've had some cognitive bias or even dissonance around um, my projection of God. But ultimately, if I can't fully experience it, feel it within me, then what value does it even have? Because it's still an outside computer code that's running alongside this matrix that we're a part of. So uh, we are a science experiment, uh, experiment. Absolutely. What's up, Annie? How are you, my friend? Welcome. Uh, Two Bulls says, I feel the same. Yeah, absolutely. So... I uh, hope you guys are vibing with what I'm talking about. Again, nothing I'm talking about is I don't, I'm not here to tell you specifically what to do. And I'm not going to answer your specific questions on this is this and that is that. Uh, and so like if you, even if you join my course, it's not about me telling you what to do. It's about me literally challenging you to get outside of your own belief system and find out what is within you ultimately so you can build your own operating system out of that. Um, because your own operating system is all that matters. And we got a lot of people in here with a lot of different operating systems. Some people are focused on this part of reality. Some people are focused on this and that's fine. Again, I'm not here to force you, push you, pull you anywhere that you don't wanna go. If you vibe with what I'm talking about, great. Take the message, run with it, see what it does in your life. Uh, find your own processes and systems around it, your own understanding, 
If you don't vibe with what I'm talking about, that's fine. You can move on to another channel um, and maybe you come back here. If you keep finding my videos, it's not an accident. Maybe you're telling yourself something. Maybe you need to hear what I'm talking about. Maybe your higher self is speaking to you. Maybe this whole idea about unity and oneness and love, not in kind of the Hollywood movie sense, but in the truth about what's within you, because ultimately you can only control you. You can only operate within you. You are you, and it's not what you see when you look in the mirror. You are not what you look at in the mirror. If that is true, then we would keep every body of every unalived loved one and we would prop them up in the corner and cryo-freeze them so we could look upon grandma for the rest of our life. So if that's true, if you are what you look at in the mirror and all of those things that you identify with, then why is grandma not in the corner? Why is great-grandma not in the corner? Because, guys, we're not the flesh. We are light. Okay? And in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that I am the light from the sun. I am the light from the moon. I am the energy that comes through the fire that can be viewed as my direct source energy to you. So remember that. A hundred thousand percent exclamation mark Two bulls says, yes, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you being here. Truth of travels has fire, fire, fire. That's what's up. Um, so yeah, you guys, um, you guys that are struggling with some of this stuff, like I understand the struggles. I understand the the identity crisis. I understand the I've got a mission in life thing. Um, I have less mission now and more of a sense of peace about what I'm doing. And that's, again, why I wanted to update this kind of uh, where I stand on things. And this is this will be updated again in six months, I can guarantee you, because it should be. It should be, okay? Uh, now, I will always on this channel explore and enjoy exploring faith, spirituality, and paranormal. Um, ultimately, my ultimate belief about extraterrestrial entities, again, is that they are extra-dimensional um, and that they are higher evolved beings, very similar to us, and that we all carry different codes of them, um, and that this, if you look at history and you see all the different battles and all the different uh, power grabs and stuff like that. I think that that ultimately is a shadow and type and archetype of what's going on on the higher realms within the cosmos. And ultimately none of that is real either. All of that is what's considered the cosmology. And if you think about cosmology as a cosmetic, which hides the true reality, um, again, even out there, even in outer space, whether you want to call it water or a bubble or a reflection or whatever, um, there's still shadows and types of spiritual energy. And ultimately, that spiritual energy makes up the neural intelligence and the energetic network of the Supreme Being, which we are one with. Because the physical is literally the child creation of the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine. It is God separating himself to experience himself. It's the biggest game of hide and seek we'll ever experience. And ultimately, we get to break our karmic cycles. We get to break through and discover our own ascension code and discover the truth about who we are, who we really are, and remember and wake up. Um, and so I think that that's one of the most beautiful gospels, if you will, 
And ultimately, I think that's what the gospel was about. And um, if you read Gospel of Thomas, you read the canonical gospels, if you read the Bhagavad Gita, if you read the Dhammapadas, um, you know, those are kind of the ones that I really stick with, Gnostic doctrines and belief systems, uh, a lot of the Hindu and Eastern uh, mystic spirituality from India, Nepal, uh, Buddhism, those types of things. I think that they all go hand in hand, personally. I think that they're all pieces of the puzzle. And ultimately, I'm able to practice and understand them together and get a bigger picture that actually makes a lot of sense together rather than trying to think that, oh, I've got this one book that's going to give me all the secrets to the universe. Um, and ultimately, I think all the secrets to the universe are in you. And so if you've got them, maybe you can share them with me. Uh, so leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of this. I do check the comments even on the restream, even after all of this. So I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, let's see. I do want to take a few questions. If you guys have some mystic says, uh, we are love. Yes, absolutely. We are now we are love when we don't operate out of ego. You know, it's, it's a whole lot easier to love others when you realize that they are you and literally you offer them a hand or a drink of water. You're offering God a hand or a drink of water. And I think that that's like when you really can get there and I have moments of it, I, it's not my daily reality. So, um, somebody said aliens are demons again, very dogmatic statement. I try to stay away from stuff like that. Cause I don't, I don't believe that. In fact, if you read all of the Hebrew mythologies and, and even the earlier, um, like cradle of civilization type stuff on demons, demons are, uh, they're kind of spirit controllers. They're intelligent energies. Uh, they are not physical beings. Now, they can only overtake physical beings when that physical being invites that energy or that frequency in. Normally, those frequencies are very ego-based. Literally, the Bhagavad Gita has a whole section about demonic qualities in a person, um, and those are being very fickle. Those are um, things like fear, anxiety, doubt, um, the need to be right all the time. Um, a lot of those things, you know, and you guys can go read it. The Bhagavad Gita is incredible. And it's an easy, quick read, read it once, read it twice, read it a thousand times. I'm going to read it again now. Like I just finished it and I'm about to reread it. It's that good. It literally takes place right before a battle. Um, and Arjuna, the protagonist is, is there and his chariot driver is Lord Krishna himself, the Supreme being incarnate. And uh, that's another thing about God is he can incarnate as anyone at any point and at any time in history. Um, and ultimately, he can incarnate as you if he wants to. So um, that's up to us to remember and to invite that in, that God consciousness, that Christ consciousness, that Buddha consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so with that said, um, I think that, you know, we can all embody the Supreme being if we choose it. And if we follow, you know, scripture is not about having a script where I have to defend the script. Scripture is about having a place to go and methods to test spiritual practices to try and ultimately being on our own journey. And I think that's one of the, the saddest things that's happened with churchianity and religiosity is the fact that we've stripped away spiritual practice in lieu of incantations, doctrine, dogma, and ultimately a lot of what I have seen and personally experienced within my own situations, a lot of judgment of people that are not understood or not valued or 
um, what we will say condoned by what certain people perceive that the Bible is talking about. Uh, when the further thing could not be uh, more true, like that literally the message of Jesus was love and acceptance of all, 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 all. And there was no, hey, you need to change this, you need to do that. He's just telling you, get in vibration with God, remember who you are, and again, as he says in Gospel of Thomas, stop lying. Don't do that, which is against your love. Like that's it's that simple. It's that simple. Uh, Ramesses says uh, the dogma in Christianity is real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not just Christianity, guys. Okay, it's literally. I want to talk about the beast system just real, real quick here. I don't. I don't want to go off on this, but. If you read in Revelations, like the beast system is, and people miss this, it is a religious, an economic, and a political system of mind control. Okay? Think about that. That's the only thing I'm going to say on that. You can go read it for yourself. And ultimately, I don't care. Even if people that don't identify, I'm not religious at all. I don't care. But they're still over here, and they're arguing, and they're defending this point of view or that point of view or whatever. That's the political thing. Well, I don't care about that. I just want to make money. I just want to do that. I care about my status or whatever. And I don't have time to think about that. I got to make a living. Literally, even people that don't have money to pay next month's rent still are focused on the money aspect of that. Um, and guys, I get it. I've been there. Like, I, I totally understand it. And I'm not immune to any of that. Uh, but the only immunity I have to that is my own consciousness, my own agreement with the abundance code that's already within me. I have everything I need. Everything I need. Um, you guys show up. Um, I got stars today, which which tip my channel directly. We've got people that have joined Charisma during this live stream. Thank you guys. I look forward to welcoming you in there and being a part of that. Um, part of that course as, as I get to go through all the stuff with you and we get to go through it together. It's going to be very exciting. Um, but ultimately, guys... I think that we all defend a dogma and dogma is not inherently a church thing. Dogma is literally, I agree to this in my life and this is what I believe in. I, well, my grandpa raised me this way, or this is what I believe in, or this is how I've experienced. Again, I just want to open my heart and mind to something bigger than what I've, you know, been programmed through because even when Jesus talks about become like a little child, think about the theta brainwaves at that point and how open they are to magic, how malleable anything is. Like you were just open to what is. You know, remember being a kid and you would wave a stick and it was a wand and you could see the magic spewing forth from your wand, changing the world as you see it. Think about that, guys. Think about that. Where's the magic, guys? I want to bring the magic back. We all have that capacity. That is the message of Jesus and Buddha and Krishna and my dog over here scratching for some reason. Welcome back to the live podcast, guys. I promise one of the first things I'm going to do when we get this grown to the level I know we can is I'm going to get a proper studio. I will buy a space. I will build a space. I will do whatever I can that will be free of dogs, free of trains, free of all the distractions so we can get in this zone together and meditate and really focus on this. I do this out of my house. I do everything I can to limit distractions, so my apologies. Um, yeah, absolutely, confirmation bias. We all have it. We all have it. I mean, you get confirmation, and you're like, oh, yeah, I believe that. Um, and so that's where a lot of dogma comes from. And so 
I try not, even if I experience something, I continue to go back in and test it. I also continue to come into agreement with the fact that none of this is real and I experience what I want to experience. That's one of the hardest things that I talk about on here that'll freak a lot of people out. I experience what I want to experience. My experience of reality is literally my design. That's hard. I'll talk about that more this afternoon. I've got to run. I love you guys. I'll see you at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be blessed. I love you all. Thank you for joining me on this message and this journey. You guys that just joined Charisma, I will join you in there. If you're watching after the fact, go ahead and join, and I will join you in there as well. Look forward to meeting you um, as we go through the course together. I love you guys.